Hello and welcome back everybody to Allegedly Presents The Nerd Brew, where my co-host and I get a very special topic from our patent-pending friend, Randy McRandomface, and it's our job to give it an official power ranking. I'm Joe, and with me as always is Alex. This is Allegedly! There you go. Well, this is... Allegedly Presents The Nerd Brew! Oh, fuck! Retake. <laughs> Take it again. <laughs> we'll get it in post. <laughs> Fuck it. Do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. <laughs> <laughs> well, I fucked up, everybody. This is the Nerd Brew. This is the, the lighter side of things. We put a little less editing work in, get a little more raw. <laughs> and uh, I already fucked it up, so. And I'll probably leave it in. <laughs> I'm not done. I've decided. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, are you are you ready? Like, I I I actually pretty excited about this. I got all of my resources up. I learned ahead of time to get the resources pre-populated because uh, apparently going through some of the topics, I, I have not seen a lot of these movies. So <laughs> I need a crutch sometimes, and uh, that's what Nerd Brew is all about: handing out crutches. I like it. Except for you. Apparently, you're like a cinephile. And uh, you've seen it all. Yeah. No, it's like, I always say, like, a lot of, when, like, most Star Wars fans saw Star Wars, and that's what got them into Star Wars, I watched Star Wars, and that's what got me into movies. Like, you know, that's like, that's where, like, where Star Wars fans and I divide. I'm like, I just like the movies. Like... And everybody's like, explain every fucking quadrant of the universe to me. And I'm like, oh, look, the Millennium Falcon. (laughs) Holy shit! Yeah, I'm like, like, I don't need to know why Han Solo's the coolest guy in the galaxy. He just was. Yeah, you probably probably looked at him and been like, I don't need to know about Han Solo. I want to learn more about Harrison Ford. 100%. I was like, like, why is Indiana Jones in space? You're like, he is not only the best archaeologist in the world, but also the president in the 80s? Whoa! <laughs> and he apparently did not kill his wife. Now he's in space! <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for the possible topics Randy can give us? Oh, I was going to do an Air Force One, but it doesn't make sense. Never mind. Yeah. Get off my podcast. Yeah, I was like, but I want to be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> is, is there any other memorable lines from that movie? I mean, I'm sure there is, but, like, just things that, like, really hit home, you know? Uh, no. Yeah, I can't that, Nothing I can remember. You know, I'm the president. That's probably... Yeah. That's probably in there somewhere that we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go, and generate. All right, we have three movie topics that we have to rank by three different ranking systems. So first off, we have to pick five zany comedies, and we have to rank them by we'll watch whenever it's on TV. Number two is pick five Steven Spielberg movies, and we have to rank them by most tropey movie cliche. <laughs> uh, that's funny. And this one, I actually, I saw this and I, I think you like it. 
We'll have to pick five John Hughes movies and rank them by they didn't age very well. Oh, that's like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Fucking Drillbit Taylor is the most amazing movie I've ever seen. It stands up. Wait, Drillbit Taylor's a John Hughes movie? Yeah, yeah, he was, uh... The fucking... Wait, like the he, fucking Owen Wilson... Where Owen Wilson plays a scumbag? <laughs> yeah, I think he had a hand in writing it. And, uh, he died, like, one year later. I think... Oh, Bill wow, not him. a... Not a note to go out on. <laughs> he wrote a lot. He wrote a lot. I don't know how was, much like, of a hand he had in it, though. I just right. remember... Well, it's like, I, I just remember there was a steep decline after, like, his hit. He had, like, a solid decade of nothing but classics... Yeah. And then it just, it kind of just stopped. Like, his hit-making days just stopped. Well, and I, and into his, uh, I think he did a lot of side writing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't think he was the main writer. So, mm. um, yeah, I, I think a lot of the shittier ones that we see in, like, his repertoire are probably him where he just kind of has a hand. Right. Like, fucking Home Alone 3. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think he fucking... Yeah, I think he probably got a writing credit for the characters. Yeah, or some shit, like, whatever, right? But mm. it's there. So, uh, but yeah, we can jump right into John Hughes, or I think the two that were the best, I think, are Steven Spielberg movies that have the most tropey cliches, or John Hughes movies that did not age well. Mm. I have a feeling we're going to shit talk a lot of movies today, so... Oh, yeah. What? Who do I well, want to shit talk more? Do see, I want to shit talk a dead guy? So here's the here's the problem with the trophy cliches one is Spielberg changed a lot of cinema to the point where we'd have to figure yeah. out if it's a if it's a trophy cliche or is it uh, the first of is not a cliche right right did like did or, he start it yeah did right. he just start a tr new trope yeah exactly um, uh, well I think John Hughes has a less catalog catalog too to yeah. go through so like we okay. can just kind of go through like I obviously. Um, What's it? Pretty in pink. Uh, Wong, Wong Duck Dong did not, not age well at all. <laughs> yes. That's a big one. There's yes. a lot of subtle racism in John Hughes movies. <laughs> but um, I mean, I think there was a lot of subtle I, I think, racism at the time. That's the problem. Yeah, I think, they, I don't think it was considered by most, obviously by Asian people it was considered racist, but I don't, I don't think, I think everyone else was like, oh, that's comedy. Yeah. And, uh, now we're like, uh, if you can't laugh at yourself, you can't. And it's just like, well, you know, there's a difference. You're laughing, laughing. at a culture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, John Hughes. It's oh, sexy lady. <laughs> so okay, so then let's do the John Hughes. I got his mm. IMDb up. Let's go through them and see what 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 lands on the list because I do think this is gonna be. It is a shorter list, and I think it's gonna be pretty clear cut, dude. I don't think there's gonna mm -hmm. be a lot of. So, first off, his first credited writing... Okay, wait, are we doing... When we say John Hughes movies, are we doing director, producer, and writer? Or are we doing just writer? Or are we doing director? You know what I mean? I think we can do written by, because I think all the movies he directed, he wrote. So, I think um, we can just do his writing credits. Yes, okay. So, let's do it, because that's what he's really known for, too, is the yeah. creation of this. Okay. So then uh, we'll do his writing credits. So the first up on his writing credit, he wrote four episodes of Delta House, which I have no fucking clue what that is. So I say, you know, gone. What do you think? <laughs> um, it held up so well, we don't even remember it. 
classic TV show. Those four written episodes, the shortest yard in 1979 mm. episode of Delta House. Ooh. Fucking love it! Can't so, get enough. Can't get enough. Uh, so, dumped. Next up, Secret Life of Nikola Tesla. He co-wrote that in 1980. Don't give a shit. Don't know what it is. Boom. That's, uh, that's well, what Yeah. I think to not age well, you still have to remember it today. Yeah. So, but his... So the first one I remember on here is Class Reunion. That's the one that I remember. I I don't think it was that big, but I remember it because it's a national record. Oh, wow. That's right. Yeah, and man, we we ran that national lampoon into the ground, didn't we? Oh, we did. Hard. Like, it, it, like yeah. So I don't think it was that great. Um, right. I also don't think, I, I just don't remember a lot of it. I don't... I'm going to leave it... I would leave it off the list because I'm sure it didn't age well. A lot of national yeah. movies go are, like, fringe comedy. Like, mm-hmm. Well, and I think, like... Oh, man. What a... What a cast. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I don't... Like, National Lampoon, like... You know, American Pie didn't age well. So I, I can only imagine a National Lampoon movie from 82 not holding up especially well. Yeah. Yeah, it's cast cast of a lot of people i don't really remember like um, literally the only one there's a couple character actors i know but like i think shelly smith is the only person i'm like oh yeah <laughs> like, i know yeah, shelly smith a, um but yeah i mean a lot of the stuff didn't i think like he really hit his stride with animal house was that a national lampoon i forget Mm-hmm. that was like the yeah. first national lampoon movie yeah so the animal house was a big one wait he wrote yeah. Animal house didn't he no i thought he wrote animal house i guess not i don't see no because yeah animal house is like 78 no that's that's i'm sorry that's harold ramus yeah yeah fuck dude how did i forget that one fucking he's gonna haunt me that's it but (laughs) i'd be okay with a haunting by harold ramus to be honest it looked pretty cool in that new ghostbusters movie he just sat there old harold ramus and just nodded so yeah he was like look at me bro uh, I'm not gonna lie. He was much more lively when he was invisible. Yeah, it's true. He was doing a lot of stuff like playing chess and leaving clues. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though. Like, e- even though it was like really cheesy and like on the nose, like I, I kind of teared up a little. It, it's it's fucking Harold Ramis. He got. I will, dude. It was I honestly like that movie. Kind of got some hate, but um, I uh I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I thought uh, I had a good time with it. Yeah, too bad John Hughes wasn't alive to see it. Or Harold <laughs> Ramis, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's he's off in heaven with David Letterman. <laughs> yeah. David Letterman's like, I'm still alive. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah, go back. Um, okay, so let's. you want to leave just Class Reunion off? Because the next one we have is is one of his way better well-known ones. Yeah. Okay. Because the next, the actual next credit he has is TV series, so we'll leave that one off. Because at ease, who the fuck knows? But the next movie is Mr. Mom with Michael Keaton. Mm, classic. That is a classic. Um, uh, wh- eyebrow acting at its finest. Oh, fucking for real. Like you know, the 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 only eyebrow acting that might be a little bit better is The Rock. Other than that, dude. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, they they give each other a run. I would love. To, I'd like to see him go toe to toe. 
I heard I heard uh, Michael Keaton has been taking, you know, he's getting old, so he's taking performance-enhancing drugs in his eyebrows to kind of keep up with the times, but mm. he's getting old, man. He just can't, he can't do it. He can't get it up like he used to, you know? I don't know. I'm even looking at, like, just his IMDb photo. His eyebrows <laughs> slightly raised there. Like, it's always, it's always ready to go. I know. At a moment's notice. They're yeah. like, my they're like oh. Mr. Keaton! He just raised it. Everybody's like, oh my god! Um, certainly some of the styles didn't age well. Like the goth kid, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, honestly, like, this movie holds up fairly well. I don't remember a lot of um, craziness in it. I'm, I'm sure it was. Uh, but from what I remember, the premise of Mr. Mom, man loses his job, mm-hmm. wife has to go back to work. So he, they kind of switch roles. And yeah. I think the reason why it was kind of a fun clip is it showed that the stay-at-home mom role sucked worse right. than the guy that has to go to work. And yeah. at the time, what is this, 1984 or some shit? 1983. Yeah. At the time, fucking, that was a big deal, right? Like, right. you know, and so I, I don't I don't know, man. It's like, man, you know, he's got to... He's got to find his manhood in a lady role. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. Like, I always laugh at, like, remember when he's day drinking? <laughs> and yeah. uh, and the guy's like, he's like, hey, you want a beer? And the guy's like, it's nine in the morning. He's like, scotch? <laughs> still good. Still funny. Dude, he, yeah. He, he, and it, it, so there is a lot. There's still some misogyny in it, right? There's still um, some stuff. Yeah, no, yeah just... but I mean, I think as far as misogyny, as far as the 80s go, it's pretty low tier. Yeah. So what do you think? Did it age well? Did it not age well? I think it, honestly, I think, I think, it, I think it's okay. I think that one's okay. Mm, yeah, I think so too. I, I, I'd put I, it on the list. I, I think we're going to get into some worse ones. Yeah, for sure. So... <laughs> Yeah, that um, one's probably not. We can we can keep an eye on it, but uh, <laughs> I think we're going to get some worse stuff. Okay, so Mr. Mom, you passed the test. We'll revisit mm. you if we can. Next one is going to be a controversial one. It personally, I don't think it ages well, but uh, we'll let we'll let the shit hit the fan here in a second. The mm. Breakfast Club. Oh, we're going. Yeah, that's <sighs> his next movie, dude. It is. Wow. And actually, oh, sorry. we skipped uh, we skipped National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Actually, no, no, hold on. Let's take a step back. There's two credited Mr. Moms. On oh, his one's list. a TV show. That's I was looking or at that. A TV and I was movie. Like, I was like TV movie. I'm like, what the fuck? And he wrote he wrote the characters, so he's credited by that. But okay, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Let's let's edit that out. Okay, okay, okay. So hey, forget all of what I just said. Next movie, National Lampoon's Vacation. Clark Griswold, right? <sighs> That's rough. It is rough. Um, there's a lot of shit that doesn't age well. I think his more timeless classic probably is Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, but Vacation, it, it just... See, for me, a lot I don't remember about that movie. The one thing I do, though, is he goes through all that shit. They get there, and what is it? What, what is it? Wally World? Yeah, Wally World. It's closed, right? Yep. After going through chaos. So he gets a gun. And he, like, yep. fucking, doesn't he hold, it's either the owner, or he, like, a he fucking assaults someone to open the park Oh, up. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. 100%. It's, it, it, it's funny in the concept of, like, a parent, you know what it feels like to be a parent on the brink of madness. 
right? Mm. Clark just kind of goes that extra step and acts on the madness. Is that funny today? Oh, no. So, um, also, they're, they're like, there's a time they drive into the ghetto. Mm. Um, oh, which is like, it's, them. It, it, it starts out funny. It's like, look at all the plight. And the gunshot goes off, roll them up. Like, yep. which is, it's funny. Like, I live in a city. There's dangerous parts. I certainly roll up my fucking windows from time to time. Yeah. Um, but it, then it goes on to where they get their their wheels robbed. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's too, <laughs> like, too tropey. Too yeah, tropey. it's like, uh, yeah, all you need is to go see my cousin Jeremy down there. You pay him five bucks. He'll tell you how to get back to the freeway. Mm. Um, yeah, that that didn't uh, didn't hold up well. There you go. All right. Well, um, I will. I will put it on the house. I will put it on the list. Just like we'll, we'll we'll go through. I'm like like you said. I think there's a lot that's gonna be on the list, but uh, yeah, we'll just make a list and see. So National Lampoon's Vacation, and I'm sure every everything with Clark Griswold on it. There's always one like scene where he sees like a hot chick and he imagines them together. Christy Brinkley. Yeah. So uh, who's still looking amazing at like seventy. Well, it's Christy Brinkley. What do you it is Christy expect? Brinkley. Did you uh, did you look up a picture thinking it was going to be otherwise? You already made a mistake. I didn't need <laughs> to look it up. I already knew. I creeped on her before. <laughs> I know. Every year you just keep a catalog in your brain. How's she doing this year? No, it's still hot. <laughs> All right. You're getting a little Clark Griswold in you a little bit. Oh, oh God, that's gonna come back to haunt me. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll we'll throw vacation on the list, uh, mm. and then we'll just see what else rolls down the pipe. So the next one is Savage Islands. I I've never even heard of this one. I feel bad. Yeah. Um, neither of I. It's a Tommy Lee Jones movie. It's set in the uh, 1800s. A swashbuckling adventure which takes place in mid-1800s on the South Pacific Island where bloody raids and battles were once the rule of the day. I un- I, I have never seen this movie. I, I don't know how it holds up. Okay, so one of the pictures looks a little assaulty, like sexual assaulty. Uh, I don't know how best to describe it. She does not look happy to be there. Oh, are you looking at it too? Yeah. <laughs> And it's young Tommy Lee Jones, who I don't think is that... Which still that, like, looks like he's 60. Yeah, it's true. It holds up. Like, if you look old when you're young, you know what to expect, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looks like what is happening. So, I'm assuming it doesn't age well, but see, it's hard for me to put it on the list because who knows if, like, they're laughing or this is a behind-the-scenes shot. It or... could be hilarious. Well, or or what if this is supposed to be a kiss, right? And they're filming mm-hmm. it from the back of his head. And this is just a candid shot of how it looks. Like, it's just kind of funny. They're, like, talking to each other. But they're supposed right. to be kissing, right? And so, who, fu- who fucking knows? I've never seen the movie. So, I don't even know if this movie's in color, right? This could just all be shots of not the movie. <laughs> Jones is fucking sword fighting like Colonel oh. Mustard, dude. Are you seeing? This? I will say it, uh, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't age well because it's fucking Tommy Lee Jones playing a goddamn pirate. It looks like. Yeah, he could have shot him. There's a gun in his belt. Why are they sword fighting? Like, can you imagine just Tommy Lee Jones with this Texas accent? <laughs> and like, well, well, I had a dream. I was out on the sea. Like, you're like oh, okay, dude. 
Dude, the next picture is like what it looks like a like a Catholic father, right? A priest mm -hmm. holding two guns. Right? <laughs> uh, I wanna. I'm gonna watch this movie and get back to you. Yeah, seriously, there's one where Tommy Lee Jones has a sword and it's like impaling a skull and he's just smiling at the camera. Like, um, I'm gonna play Two-Face someday. It also looks like this movie has two different names. One oh. Savage Island and the other's Nathan Hayes. Uh, <laughs> and any movie that has two fucking working titles has to be great. Oh, so Lloyd Phillips wrote the story, John Hughes wrote the screenplay, and then David Odette. So he was one of the writers of the screenplay. Mm -hmm. So um, Captain I, I will uh, I will give the audience an update whether that held up. Okay. Well, that we'll leave it off the list. We'll see yeah. what happens. Next movie. <clears throat> I get one. a gut feeling not well, though. Not well. <laughs> nope, nope. I agree. Next movie is 16 Candles. Does Ducky hold up? Well, this is, sorry, this is, it wasn't Pretty of Pink. It is uh, 16 Candles where Long Duck Dong shows God up. damn it. Oh. So. Wait, wait, which, wait, 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 wait. Which one has Ducky? Is that 16 Candles? That's Pretty in Pink. God damn it! Which right. is, I, they're, I mean, they're kind of the same. Thing. Fucking forgive me, okay? I wasn't even born I get them. I get them mixed up every time. Yeah. Well, um, okay, wait, wait. 16 Candles is, I, I think if I was to line them up, I would say it's the lesser known one because that's the one where she has to have like her birthday and bullshit like that and ends mm -hmm. with them blowing out the fucking candles, right? Like that's 16 candles. Yeah. And then yep, pretty yeah, sit, they're sitting down on the, uh, the table at the end. And then Pretty in Pink, is that the one where she's like the unpopular girl that becomes popular? Yes. Okay, so I think Pretty in Pink is the better known one if I was mm -hmm. to roll the dice. Uh, but was that her first movie? Uh, Wally, uh, I think, Molly Ringwald? I think Pretty in Pink was her first movie. So he didn't write Pretty in Pink. I thought I thought he did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Pretty mm -hmm. in Pink is 1986. 16 Candles is 1984. Oh, dang. So never mind. 16 Candles is... Yeah, John Hughes also did Pretty in Pink as well. Mm -hmm. So. So, um, I'm gonna... What do you think? A12, A12, 16 Candles? Oh, 16 Candles? No, because Long Duck Dong's in it. Yes. Okay, so okay. and like I that might be number one because he might be the most recognizable thing that didn't age well. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, we'll we will put that on the list uh, because you know it's fucking racist. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is crazy. Now. Okay. Okay. Wait. Let's 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 roll. Okay. Wait. So let's let's level set here, and I might need to move this to the beginning. But because it's ending up on the list that didn't age well, that doesn't mean you can't enjoy it as specifically at the time, right? Like Yeah, 100%. Like, Breakfast at Tiffany's has one of the most racial, stereotypical characters. It's, uh, it's, it is horrible. It's but in, in your classic place. movie. But you can say it's a classic movie while also recognizing that at the time... It was like it almost empowers that movie more because you're not giving it the power of like ignoring the blatant racism. Right. Well, like even Mickey Rooney, who played the uh, Japanese man, like even afterwards he goes, "Oh, I regretted doing that." Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like everyone thought it was hilarious until they saw it and then went, "Oh yeah. no, Ooh. bad call." We have like, made mistakes. And and then sometimes these uh these end up on the list because yes. Down the road, they become terrible movies. I'm sorry. Like, um, so, oh, I guess, so. yeah, our next one, Breakfast Club. Is, is, is that a hint? So, okay, so 
I don't think it's a terrible movie. I think it was a very good, insightful movie to the lives of possible kids growing up in the 80s, right? Hmm. However, I'm not saying that it was poorly acted. I'm not saying it didn't portray the life of... But when it comes to aging well, right, I think it has to have some reflect of how things were. And I don't remember going through high school where it was really focused on those cliques. Um, maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe Arizona mm. didn't have... Like, everybody has groups, but, like, this movie was, like, the extreme, right? Like, you'd have your cowboy mm-hmm. group, and everybody sat there in cowboy clothes, wearing cowboy hats, and it wasn't really like that. It, you know, it wasn't the Warriors at right. school, I right? think that's I think that's a Hollywood thing, where they just... They put all these kids... Like, they still do it today, where it's like, oh, there's the geeks, there's the jocks, there's the pretty gals. Yeah. The cool and like, kids and... yeah and i was like i remembered it was a lot there was a lot more mingle like you had your group of friends mm-hmm. but like there was a lot more co-mingling of different people you know right and that's um because it wasn't i mean it wasn't just meatheads that played sports and it wasn't just yeah um, I mean, you had guys on the football team that you know would drop off and go play magic yeah. the gathering right and it was just like uh, oh, okay cool um, it might not have been looked at as cool, and they might have been made fun of, but it wasn't like all of a sudden like the football team beat them with bars of soap, you know. <laughs> yeah. like, um, but also like a lot of you know, football guys and stuff like that were also metalheads, and that's who I hung out with. Yeah. So like you know now and again there would just be like a football player there, like oh hey, and you'd be talking about Metallica or whatever. So yeah. um, there was I think there was just a lot more crossover, and I think that. I think the Breakfast Club in that is like I think it really created that trope of here's the five different cliques of high school. Mm-hmm. Well, I think um, it, which I think just it doesn't it doesn't age as well. Well, and I, I also think too it's kind of strange, right? You got the you got the pretty bad boy, right? Mm-hmm. Who's got it? He's got the reason why he acts out is because his home life is so shit. He's like abused, right? Yeah. And, and if you only got to know him, then the stupid popular chick. The airhead popular chick would fucking like him, but I don't. Yeah. I don't. This is what I remember, and maybe I'm just a piece of shit. But like, it's the same with the the basket case, right? Like, I think what the wrestler, uh, mm-hmm. what's his name, um, Charlie Sheen's, what cousin? Uh, <laughs> uh, Emilio, Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez. There we go. For some reason, I was blanking. So, <clears throat> um, he falls for the basket case chick, right? mm Hmm. And so, and then when you have the nerd who doesn't get anybody, I think yeah, that's it. Yeah, Anthony Michael Hall doesn't get anybody. Right, because he brought a flare gun to school. So yep. they thought that was you and the bad boy and the popular jock got the girls. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Maybe it holds up. I Maybe it's a good time capsule of the 80s. Um, right? I mean, it's it's also just like... Again, I didn't go to school in the 80s, but, like, the principal is cartoonishly evil. Yeah, there's um, a scene where they're all running and they slide, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it's funny. You know what? And I, I think, y- you know, yeah. So, I mean, you have to take some of it with a grain of salt. But that doesn't, I mean, that doesn't mean it necessarily ages well. You know what? I, I just think it's just too good of a time capsule. And mm-hmm. just because maybe it doesn't age well, it reflects well, if that makes sense. Right. And there's nothing in it that's just overly too in-your-face bad. Maybe I'm wrong. 
Is there an assault you know, scene I mean, at, at the at the like, core, you know, at the core of it, it's you know, it's eventually these five different people end up opening up and sharing their inner feelings, and it turns out they're not that different after all. Man, well, so. let's 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 be straight here. Actually, it was ahead of its time because they all opened up after smoking a dupe. So, right, some super can- illegal cannabis, right? They the were time. all fucking hitting that, and fucking then that's when they opened up. They were actually future thinking. So, <laughs> right, yeah. So. They're like, eventually this will be legal, except in Idaho. <laughs> Where fucking time goes to fucking die. <laughs> fucking, weren't they in California too? Weren't they at California school? I think so. So yeah. there you go. Okay, you know what? I'm going to leave Breakfast Club off the list. The more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like, there's not a whole lot of cringe. But I mm-hmm. could be forgetting something too. Um, I th- Yeah, and I think, because we're, we're getting in, there's some, you know, there's some stuff in here. I think we can kind of skip over. Yeah, like Ferris Bueller's like, Day there's Off. One, there's one coming up that doesn't age well for a reason that I think we're going to talk about. Which one? Oh, well, okay, European Vacation. I, I just didn't think it was a good movie. Like, I didn't like it. Um, it you know, of... enough, it, it plays on a lot of European stereotypes, so... I'm just putting it on the list. Fuck European Vacation. Yeah, we can say that. Uh, Weird Science? Uh, I would say it does not They kind of make a sex slave, right? Yep, yep. That, I'm, I'm putting that one. It's clear cut. Like, yeah. it's, it's, a, uh, it's a silly movie, but at the end of the day, they bring a woman to life purely to, like, try to bone her. Like, fuck yep. it, eight. Okay. Weird. That's yeah. a weird one as an adult. Yeah. Um, a lot of porn was made from Weird Science. Mm. The most innocent thing about weird science is Oingo Boingo. <laughs> oh, Danny Elfman, you mad genius. Yeah, fucking for real. <laughs> um, uh, next pretty up. Pretty in pink. Uh, it's like, you know, it's a weird, it's a, well, it's okay. that stupid trope of ugly girl with fucking glasses is all of a sudden hot because she took her fucking glasses off. I'm gonna throw it like, cause like, cause Molly Ringwald was just a fucking hag. Yeah, seriously. When she had overalls. Well, it's the same <laughs> with it's the same with the basket case in fucking Breakfast Club. They're like, oh, yeah. oh, hairs in her face. Fucking oh disgusting. my god! If she just brushed, wow, look how hot, she, how Shelly, how uh, Shelly Long, not not Shelly Long, but uh, what's her face? Anyways. <laughs> the basket case. Like, look how hot she is now that she's got, you know, less makeup on. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm going to say one thing, though, that is weird to this day, that stands up from the Breakfast Club to this day. Mm. The first time you're introduced, she's, like, artistic, and mm. she uses her dandruff as the snow in her picture. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. If I looked over and saw somebody doing that, I'm like, you know, I get it, dude, but that is a little strange in my mind. I'm going to give you some some distance, you know? Yeah, I think uh, I think you need to see the counselor. Yeah, you might deserve to be in detention. <laughs> <laughs> or, I mean, I think I don't think detention, I don't think locking you up is helpful. I think yeah, you wait. need to go talk. Was I think she, you need to talk to someone. Wasn't she, she didn't get detention, did she? Why was she there? I, I can't remember why. Yeah, everybody Wasn't had a it? reason. I don't think she mm. did. I think she never got detention. She was just weird and like a lost soul. Out. Yeah, I thought so. Could I be wrong? Hold on, I'm looking this up now. This is bothering me. <laughs> uh, case get detention. Oh wait, did she get into a fight with Molly Ringwald? Is that why? Okay, wait. Oh, oh that could have been it. Yeah. Oh no! See, look. I, 
She went to detention by personal choice. I had nothing better to do with her time. Oh. <laughs> she didn't. She was just like depressed and lonely. Well, oh, that's sad. sad. That's sad. <laughs> oh. Anyways, okay, sorry. It's not, it's not even on the list, and we've already spent like ten minutes talking about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pretty pretty in pink. I think overall, yeah, it's, it aged fine. All right. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I don't think there's a. It, uh, is there anything? That movie's so fucking. Uh, besides the fact weird, that Ferris but... Bueller is clearly a fucking sociopath. I mean, he talks to the camera, dude. It's uh like my biggest gripe about the movie, and I don't know, like I think it aged fine, but I think it's just it's aged differently. Because Ferris Bueller is clearly the fucking villain of the <laughs> movie. Like, his sister's just trying to get bring him to justice. Don't he's even. a fucking maniac. That principal, he's overzealous, but he's just doing his job because he knows his kid's skipping fucking class. Could you imagine if principals operated that way? Like, I know oh my god, it'd be crazy. Movie, I'm going to go yeah. fucking catch him. <laughs> also, what a weird, random musical interlude. They just broke into a fucking parade and no one questioned that shit? Oh, fucking... And they start they singing just... a Beatles song? Well, but see, isn't that... But see, wasn't that the theme of... It's what Cameron was saying, right? When he was talking mm -hmm. about Ferris Bueller. He's like, shit just works out for him. It does not matter what he does. It doesn't matter. It just yeah. works. And so, like... Cameron... Cameron's also clearly suffering. And Ferris Bueller is the worst fucking friend in the world. Oh, yeah. Well, because he just manipulates Cameron, right? Yeah, terrible. Ferris Bueller is horrible. He's a horrible human being. <laughs> Having said that, still an awesome movie. I just have a different point of view on it now. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So, I love it. <laughs> I, lo I love that movie. But it's like, Ferris Bueller, like, yeah, that's a friend you get rid of. <laughs> okay, so so we'll leave that on the list. Um... Now comes a movie that's actually weirdly special to me. Like, Ooh. very weird is some kind of wonderful. I've wow. seen this movie more times than I care to admit. Um, wow. Yeah, it's very really? strange. Yeah, I grew up watching this movie every once, and it's big. Uh, big Eric Stolt fan. I, I huh? don't. I don't know what it is. I. I just my. I think my parents liked it, and so I was exposed to it. Well, obviously, obviously, it's because Elias Kodias, fucking Casey Jones himself, is in the fucking movie, dude. I mean, you talking about Duncan? Yeah. That that see, there's so many parts to this movie that are so fucking great, right? But they're so shallow. The movie itself is very shallow, but. Mm -hmm. I, I, you got you got the two characters best friends right mm -hmm. fucking uh watts I, this is another thing i hate about movies like watts is like mega attractive right mm -hmm. like and she's supposed to be the tomboy oh guys aren't into her because she cuts her hair short and she knows how yeah. to change oil and spark plugs and shit in cars plays the drums oh mm -hmm. is that fingerless gloves get the fuck away from me you know what i mean like that's yeah how could anybody love such a rebel right but like you know main characters like dad i'm not going to college you want me to go to college i'm not going to college right and fucking he's like i want to take this chick on one good date because if i can take her on a good date she'll fucking love me right and she'll she learn her lesson yeah she'll love me and so leah thomas uh thompson's character right fucking she goes on a date with him and all this bullshit happens and he got her earrings with the money he saved for college and then 
uh, realizes he was in love with his best friend this whole time. Right? Mm. It's, it works re- it's, out. Re- it's reality. It's reality bites. Yeah. But, like, there's just something. Like, it's so stupid, but it works in my brain, right? Like, he goes it's, to yeah, detention, and the guy that mm. he went to detention for, which the, the guy, right, Elias, uh, yeah. Casey Jones, they have him labeled here as skinhead. I believe his name is Duncan. Yeah, his name's so Duncan. Yeah. The fuck, IMDb. But it's funny because they kind of build up a friendship, right? Like they're in they're in yeah, detention yeah. together and he's drawing and then Dun- like he shows his drawing and Duncan's like, "Oh, that's really cool." And then he rips off the top of his desk that he was drawing on using the, his like knife in detention. And then fucking <laughs> And then uh, Eric, the Eric Stoltz's character, looks over and he's like, "Oh, that's nice." You know what I mean? Like, it's the funniest, stupidest thing, but I fucking it's, love it. I think every you know every era has that melodramatic teenage movie, and it, I think this fits in right in there. I think it aged just fine because, like, ten years later, like Reality Bites with Winona Ryder comes out, and it's like the exact same movie. Like, it's basically Twilight without the fucking vampires. Exactly. And, I don't know. It works for me. I think Plus, I think every era has this for... Like, it's Rebel without a cause, too. So. Yeah. So, and, and I think every the, era has that. Look, look, I'm just, you know, it's got Leah Thompson in it, who's Lorraine in Back to the Future, which honestly is... It, it's just a, That it's, movie hasn't aged really well. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you haven't seen the movie! You don't know! I hey oh no. are you gonna are you standing up for incest? What is that is that is that your point of view? Is that he, how you uh? She doesn't know. Look, we can get into this. <laughs> oh, I know what Alex looks up on certain websites. Oh, listen, you haven't seen the movie, you cannot judge. I'm just saying the third one's aged way better. <laughs> it's the only one you've seen. <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, she's she's in the movie. She's super cool. She's a great actress. I who's the actress that plays Watts? Um, um Mary Stuart Masterson. Yeah, she's been in some things too. What is she? She's a great actress though too. Like they were all like the whole yeah. cast was pretty solid. Yeah, Eric Stoltz is the fucking greatest. Okay, so I I'm just sitting here fucking rambling on about yeah. some kind of wonderful. I think it's great. Uh, if it aged well or not, I think it's it's fine. I don't think it. Yeah, I think it, I think it's perfect. I don't honestly. You could probably release that movie today, and I don't think it would be out of place. I. It's got some edge to it, some teenage angst. Dad, I'm not gonna live up to your expectations. You need to love me still. Yeah. You know, but in the end, I say just... I say it's. I think it's aged better than Twilight. Oh God, Twilight went out of date the year it came out, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> um. Okay, so some kind of wonderful leave off the list. The next one, you know uh, what? That movie is some kind of wonderful. It is. It's some kind of fantastic. <laughs> uh, um, planes, trains, and automobiles. I think it's a classic. I I don't remember. I think it's great. Uh, okay, wait. Let's break it down here because I've seen this movie a fuck ton of times too. And sometimes these old movies like this. Okay, so I'm gonna say these old movies have like hidden weird parts that you kind of mm-hmm. brush over because you forget because you've seen it so many times and you've just accepted the weird part. It's like it's like Blade Runner. You forget that he, like, sexually assaults that chick. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like, you fucking forget. And, just, and really casually drops the end bomb. Yeah! So it's like, 
you, you, you forget these scenes because you've seen it so many times and you've just kind of accepted it that it doesn't really make an impact anymore. And I'm trying to think, planes, trains, and automobiles, I don't remember. Was there any train? I think it's... I, I think, think it's fine. Right? No, I think I think it's pretty good. Like, um, like especially, I mean, Steve Martin did The Jerk a few years earlier, and that movie is, like, whew. That thing has aged like milk. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Did it? The Jerk? I felt like everything was just, I mean, I guess it's true, huh? Like, <laughs> I forget the beginning I think it's but... still funny, but it all depends on whether you can get through that first ten minutes. Yeah, because like, well, I you forget, right? Like, cause I when, mm-hmm. I, when you say playing, I think of like when he's a a gas station hand, the dude's trying to shoot him, right? He hates these yeah, cans, yeah. and then like when he's rich, right? And he invents the thing that holds the glasses yeah. together, and it draws your eyes to it, so he gets sued, and he's poor, and he's like, I don't yeah. need oh, anything I, but that slam. I guess I don't need my dog. <laughs> he's like, come on, what does he call him, shithead? Come on, shit. Yeah. But yeah, there's the whole beginning part, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. So, um, th- I, and I don't remember anything like that in planes, trains, automobiles. I think the movie, I think it's fine. Okay, so we'll let that one have a pass. She's having a baby is the next one he wrote. I've never seen it. Never seen it. All right, next, because we have actually a lot now. Because those, these were wrong. We're gonna hit some hard ones here. Fuck! He's done so much. Okay. Uh, next, great outdoors. I've seen it a handful of times. I enjoyed it, but I don't. I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's anything. There's nothing crazy in there. Okay, next, Uncle Buck. Um, I feel like there was one thing in that movie that was weird. He threatens a lot of teenagers. But I always thought it was written off as like a comical thing. Oh, hundred percent. He never goes through. It's it's to protect his niece. So. Yeah, but that's still also kind of weird. Uh, but he saves her from the party at the end. I think oh, it's okay. That's right. Doesn't he come in with a drill? Yeah. Um, he does threaten that principal in a real hard way. <laughs> He's a really threatening guy. Yeah, John Candy plays a role that's just like, look, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to get a rat to gnaw that mole off your face. <laughs> I think he's just kind of, he's kind of, he's over the top. Yes. Um, but uh, I think overall, it's like... We're, it's we, because he's inept. He doesn't know how to take care of kids. Yeah. So he's like, you know, he's doing... It's that Mr. Mom thing. He's like, ah, I gotta figure out how to do it my way. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll leave this... I'm sure... Dude, okay. Listen, fucking the Nerd Brew listeners. I'm sure there's blatant shit that we're missing, okay? Oh, Please 100%. Yeah. Just let us know, all right? I'm just... Yeah, I'm trying to just remember all the just blatant stuff. Yeah, me too. Okay, so Uncle Buck, we'll give that a plan. National Lampoon's Vacation. That's a big one. Um, yeah, Christmas vacation. Um, they kidnap man kidnapping, just running in the Griswold family there. But see, <sighs> kidnapped his. But see, Eddie kidnapped his boss, and Eddie's dumb as fuck. Right, and we all know Eddie's crazy. So. Yeah, so because Griswold did want to do it, right? But then they just he mm-hmm. unloaded on his boss. Didn't give him those. Didn't give him the Christmas bonuses to the point where even the cops were like, "Really?" <laughs> yeah. Um. I can't think of, I can't think of anything that's like, yeah, like that like, one, man, that, yeah, that movie, man, I'm so blinded by nostalgia on that one. It, the only scene that I can think of that's cringy is when he's like imagining the chick that he met earlier in the movie, the chick that showed him the underwear or mm-hmm. her underwear. Um, like just the blatant, you know, I'm a married man that likes to just fucking eyeball women. You know what I mean? 
that's the, he's such a sleaze. He is yeah. a little bit. Like, he's a family guy, but, like, come on, dude. Like, he's on the brink. He's entertaining the idea of out of marriage. You know what I mean? Either that or he's about to become a serial killer. Oh, yeah. So, That one both. goes either way. Or both. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. No, hey, let's not limit him. So got options. Did it age well, though? I think it's fine. Yeah, I think, I think it's, it, I think it's, they play it every year at Christmas on TNT. I think I think it's a classic. Okay, uh, Home Alone. I can't think of anything really bad about that kid. Nope, another clock. Christmas classic. Yeah, um, career opportunities I've never seen, so I don't know. I can't say. Never seen. Okay, next Dutch. Never seen that either. Nope. Actually, you know what? I, I I'll, I'll walk through the first couple ones. Uh, career opportunities Dutch Curly Sue. Never seen those. Mm, I mean Jim Belushi's in Curly Sue, so that didn't age well. Sad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Steve Carell's Whoa. in it though, so that aged pretty well. Whoa, what's up with the uh, what would you say, John Belushi? Jim. Jim Belushi deep cuts. Yeah, sorry, Jim gets a lot of rap. Dude, I love, I love K911. Dude, you're coming in pretty hard on Mr. Three Thousand. Right? I took a like... cheap shot. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just playing, but uh. Okay, wait, wait. So, uh, would do you think Curly Sue is okay? Is there is there anything? I think there? I think it's a. It looks like it's a PG movie. Um, it looks like a like a little kids movie. So I think it's fine. Dude, that's young Jim Belushi, man. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll give that one a play pass. Um, Beethoven. I, I. It's a fucking dog movie. I, I can't imagine it has other shit in there. I'm gonna put Beethoven on. I fucking did not like this movie <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> All right, it's so I, I mean, stupid. Doesn't that guy try to kill the dog? Yeah, fuck Beethoven. I get it. Yeah, fucking a dude. Fuck I'm, that Saint. That Saint. Fuck that Saint Bernard. You know what? Here's the thing. We don't have to put it in the top five, but fuck Beethoven. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably got some like really sad, but it's like the dad. It's who is that actor again? What's his name? It's uh Oh, it, Charles it's the guy Brody. from Midnight Yeah, it's the guy from Midnight Run. Yeah. Char- He's fucking amazing. He always tends to play a really good dad at the end of his rope. He's kind of a dick. Uh I always like it. I like people who can be kind of a dick, but uh yeah, it works. Um yeah. Okay, so here's uh the next couple cuz a lot of video game bullshit, I guess. He was into video Like games. early video game stuff. Yeah, 92. That's like Nintendo Super Nintendo. Yeah. Um but Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, I am putting it on the list for one reason. Oh, this is the one I've been waiting for. One reason only. It shows <laughs> fucking Donald Trump, and it's all in Trump's hotel. Yep. Uh, that did not age. That that, uh, that did not age well. Nope. So, it's like you watch that movie and you're like, fucking people voted for that guy? God damn it. Like, it's just like, he was in Home Alone 2. Yeah. Like, like a cameo for like a second. I'm just saying, like, like if Bill Clinton was in that movie, like who would, like no one would have fucking voted for that guy. I'm pretty sure, and I don't know for certain, but I, I'm pretty sure at one point there was like a call to like remove his scene from the movie officially. I yeah, it's sure. it literally is just a cameo. Like he's running, he bumps into him, like he, he yeah. he's like, whoa, slow down, kid, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, where's the fire? You know, and that's about <laughs> it. Like, 
God damn it. Please don't bump into anything. I have not paid for L&I in 20 years. So. <laughs> yep, that's that's how it is. So that's on the list. It's on the list because, you know, fuck that guy. So next up, um, Dennis the Menace. Dennis. Yep. And uh, I don't know. Got I mean, Walter Matthau, kid, right? It's a kid billionaire. That's never a good fucking thing. So. Is it? Wait, what? Dennis the Menace? Well, he's not a billionaire. He is. No, that's Richie Rich. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, Dennis Never the, mind. Dennis the Menace is the old, like, he's the... the oh, movie. it's the comic strip. Yeah, yeah, where it's like, oh, he's like the original Bart Simpson, and he... Walter Matthau's in it. And he plays... Fuck. The, the, yeah, never mind. Ah, oh, never mind. That, that movie's fine. Mr. Wilson! That one. Yeah. That movie... Uh, fine. You know what? I'm going to totally not leave this on. Oh, dude, Leah Thompson's in this one, too. And Christopher Lloyd as Switchblade Sam. Oof, you said that out loud. I don't know. (laughs) Switchblade Sam. That's the character name. That was Christopher Lloyd. I get it. Holy shit. You love Christopher Lloyd, especially when he's in movies about incest. I I get it. You're really focused in on this incest thing. Like, you want to talk about it? <laughs> That's really bugging you, Joe. Like, like... We I, I know. Like, I understand. Like, well, this, this you're October... you stand up for... This October, when we do, you know, the, the nerd brews and stuff together, we can watch the movie, and I can curate it for you. Like, I can take those scenes out, if you'd like. If it <laughs> <more> <laughs> oh, no, no, it's totally fine. The Joe cut. <laughs> <laughs> um... What do you think, though? Dennis and Menace. I, I, don't, uh, I can't yeah, think I, don't, I think it's just fine. Yeah. Little boy torments an old man. Uh, that was great. Okay. Um, next up is Beethoven II. Uh, don't give a shit. The, the, oh, no. Ba- babies. He's, he wrote the Baby's characters. Day Out. Baby's Day Out, yeah. So, is that the one with Bruce Willis? No. That's about the talking babies. Um, look who's talking. Okay. Sorry. My bad. Oh, oh my God. What? I just looked up pictures from Baby's Day Out. 100% on the list. Oh my God. Okay, I'm looking. (laughs) Holy shit. That picture with the fucking gorilla. Is that Biff? (laughs) Oh oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to put it on the list. (laughs) I have no words. Oh, oh my god. Joey Pants, no! Oh, why are you in this movie? Baby's Day out. Because, yeah, fucking. My man. I did not expect to see a baby sitting on a clearly a man in a gorilla suit shoulder. Yep. Oh. All right. So next up, Miracle on 34th Street. I actually love that movie, so... It's a great movie. Yeah. No no notes. Nope. Every time I see uh, fucking Santa Claus sign to the deaf girl in that scene, it, it, mm. it's too emotional. So. It, it's it's great. Anyways, next movie. 101 Dalmatians, he did the screenplay. Is that the live action? It has to be. Right. Yeah, with, Gl- with Glenn Close, yeah. I actually liked it, so I don't know. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, besides puppy murder, it's fine. Well, but that's the whole premise. That's why she's a bad guy. 
Right. So. Yeah, before we tried to make her all sympathetic and shit. Well, there's like a supernatural. And it, dude, it's fucking Jeff Daniels, man. Like. Mm, wonderful. Yeah. So. Okay, cool. Then we, uh. Oh, we got on. Now we go to Flubber. I love Flubber. <laughs> I love Flubber. <laughs> I mean, it is. It is a movie. It is what it is. It's it's Robin Williams. Okay, come on, dude. How can Acting you... with a CGI rubber ball. And come on. There's a scene where Flubber goes in the mouth of a bad guy and rockets out of his asshole. Like, it's... <laughs> it's a... It's... it's also... I mean, it also has Will Wheaton, so... Oh, really? Who is Will Wheaton play? Benedict Honecker. Is he a bad guy? I have no idea. I don't remember. <laughs> I just hear the writer in the background. <laughs> no! <laughs> I don't remember him. Oh, no, Neither it's, it's the, this guy, Raymond J. Barry. He's the bad guy. Oh, it's his son. Mm. He plays of his course. son. Obviously. So he gets hit in, like, the face, I think, by Flubber. And then fucking Buffalo Bill's in it, too. He plays the bad guy, remember? Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then Robin Williams. It's Robin Williams. You can't. I'll, I, I'm gonna vote to leave it off the list. All right, fair enough. You want to? Wait, you, you don't think rocketing Flubber out of an asshole is not funny as shit? Hey, look. <laughs> I mean, come uh, on. You know, but I rocket Flubber out of my asshole most mornings. So, <laughs> you know, everybody's got to do it. <laughs> Dude, it rips through his pants, and so I, if if that's happened to you every morning, we might. I might have to like give to your fucking GoFundMe to go see a doctor. <laughs> Fix this condition. <laughs> right. Um, okay, Home Alone 3, I have no thoughts. Cheesy fucking... Um, and then after a while he just changes his name to Edmund Dantes. Oh. Hugh- and starts writing shit. Hughes does? Yeah. Huh. Like Drillbit Taylor oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. as Edmund Dantes. Yeah, yeah, he does, because he does... Beethoven's third with whatever fuck that. Reach the Rock. Is that... What is... I don't know what that is. That looks like a really serious movie. Oh, yeah, it does. The sepia tone is strong in that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that looks... Two kids. Two school kids who are best friends are drinking on the side of a river. One friend bets the other to can't swim across the river and reach the rock. The friend takes a bet and drowns halfway towards the rock. The entire town blames the kid for his friend's early death. Uh, Ooh. wow. Wait, okay. Uh, he bummer, runs away, bro. never to be seen again. He eventually comes back to his hometown of Shermerville and goes crazy and starts to trash the town, breaking front windows, stealing police cars. He also meets up with his old high school girlfriend. The majority of the movie takes place in one night. Dang. All right. It's like it's like Jesus. John Hughes, you know, made too many, like, pretty and pinks and stuff, and he had to unleash his dark side for, like, a movie. Um, I'm gonna leave it off. I don't know anything about yep. it. Could be great, honestly. Okay, next up. God, he said so many fucking video. He did a Beethoven's third video game, motherfucker. Man, he made a lo- he made that early video game money. God, he did. Just visiting. Uh, it looks like a movie. I've never seen it. Uh, French count in England to marry the princess. She's killed. A wizard helped him travel. Back, uh, back before the murder, but ends up in Chicago, April two thousand. I am going to put it. Ooh. I'm going to put it on the movie. 
Or I'm gonna put it on the list. It looks, it looks ridiculous. And you know it what? It's absolutely terrible. Just because somebody greenlit this movie, I'm putting it on the list. I've never yep. seen it, but you know, just visiting. I might, um, I might even put it as number one. Fuck them. And then it, it looks like it's just a bunch of like Home Alone and Beethoven stuff after that. Uh, well, you got Except a couple. Except for Made in Ma- Manhattan. Made in Manhattan, which I, I'm actually fine with. I don't, I'm, I'm sure there's something in it, but I've only seen mm. it once. So. It's got Ray Fiennes and Stanley Tucci. Wonderful. <laughs> you don't want to put Beautiful. Drill Bit Taylor. No. <laughs> Drill bit fucking Taylor. Again, I think it, in order to not age well, you have to kind of fucking remember it in the first place. I'm gonna earn my, my wing over the kids. You don't remember that? His protective wing. They hire, the kids hire him to, like, protect him. That's right, yeah, yeah. And he's, like, a loser. So, yeah, Drill bit Taylor. That's the whole movie. I'm just I, I, I'm gonna do movies and forget that I have a child <laughs> <laughs> this is how I pay for alimony and child support I go do weird how uh, jo- I John pretend Hughes to be a good movies. dad on film I do my weird John Hughes movies they go straight to the to the child that I pretend I don't have it's crazy. <laughs> oh fuck we're gonna get sued <laughs> oh well who cares so uh <clears throat> Um, oh, my fucking lawyers do, I'll tell you that. <laughs> they're they're going to get zero dollars and zero cents from this podcast, so. Right, the, from the free podcast. Yeah, from the free fucking podcast. So, <clears throat> I think we have a, a pretty substantial list here of all the movies, and I think we'd wrap it up. We gotta, we gotta rank these. So, here, I'm going to reread the list, and we can figure out what goes where. So, we got National Lampoon's Vacation, 16 mm. Candles, European Vacation, Weird Science, Beethoven, Home Alone 2, uh, Baby's Day Out, and Just Visit. Uh, <laughs> I think number five's gotta be Baby's Day Out just for that fucking gorilla photo alone. Okay. I, I will put that in as number five. I have no problem. Uh, but I think, I think uh, um, number one for me is um, uh, 16 Candles. It was that egregious, huh? I, I mean, I agree I think, with I think, uh, I think Long Duck Dong has a Long Duck fucking dynasty. Yeah. Of, uh, I, I think that one will go down as like, I think it's up there with like breakfast at Tiffany's where you're like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck were they thinking, man? Yeah. Okay, then uh, number two. Um, weird science because I mean they basically make a sex slave. Yeah, that I was gonna say. Weird science has to be up there. Um, it's like a raunchy teen ideology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just didn't age. And you're right. If fucking American Pie didn't age well, that was like the fucking 90s, early 2000s. Blink fucking yeah. 182 made an appearance in American Pie. That's how close we right. are to that. <laughs> Weird science is, yeah, did not. Um, okay, so uh, number three, I'm going to put, uh, I'm going to put European Vacation on that one. That's what yeah, it just that like. That one or just, vac- or just Vacation. I think you put European because it's like vacation. Like yeah, it has some bad stuff, but it's like it's at least remembered well. Yeah. Where European vacation Nobody is like not only does it it repeats all the bad shit and it's even worse. And then, you know? <laughs> and then number number four easily Home Alone two. Yep, for for the man himself. Yep, because somebody had to greenlight that idea, knowing he was a piece of shit then. So, right. All right. 
we have our definitive list then. So let's go over it, starting at number five with Baby's Day Out. Because fucking just look at it. Number, <laughs> number four, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. It takes place in a Trump hotel and fucking Donald Trump cameos. What the fuck? And its premise is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Does not age well. Number three, European Vacation. Doesn't age well because, frankly, nobody gives a fuck about that movie. Like, I'm sure people like it out there, but when you're bogged down by better-known movies like Vacation, Christmas Vacation, Vegas Vacation, nobody cares about European Vacation. Right. Number two, Weird Science. They invent a sex slave for the sole purpose of sexing it. Good, I guess. That's it's pretty fucked not, up. Like, not even good. Yeah. Just sexing it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because they're fucking nerds, right? And then number one, 16 Candles just for the extreme racial stereotype that even the actor behind the character was like, I fucked up. <laughs> and there you have it. Fucking the definitive list of John Hughes movies that did not age well. Go ahead, rewatch them. Well, we challenge you to, to find a fucking one that didn't age well better. Try us. Have fun with that time travel. Yeah, have fun with- Stay away from incest. Yeah. And, and, and just avoid Home Alone 2, really. It's just stupid as fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's where, like, Kyle, uh, he, he goes from, like, a lovable kid to, like, kind of a fucking psychopath in that movie? Oh, yeah. Macaulay, like, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Yeah, like, he, like, tracks them down and destroys them. Dude. It's, uh, Joe, it's unnerving. Joe Pesci's just like, I'm just trying to live life, kid. He's like, no, you're not. Drops him off a building. Right. Do you know how hot it is for a uh, felon to get a job? <laughs> God, kid! And then he just hits him with a paint can. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You want me to go ahead and close this one out? <laughs> That's it. All right. And there you have it, everybody. The definitive top five John Hughes movies that did not age well. Please let us know what you think of our definitive list by hitting us up on Twitter at Allegedly. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok, both at Allegedly as well. You can almost also email us at Allegedly.podcast at gmail.com. And uh, you can always find us where you find fine podcasting every Wednesday at 5 o'clock a.m. West Coast time. So, uh, I guess as always... Don't you <laughs> forget about Allegedly. <laughs> do you walk Presents away? the Nerd Brew. Yeah, do you just walk over and do your fist pump? Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh.